Hello, I'm Anne Harrod Warren and today I'm going to be entertaining you with not one but two monologues by two different characters but from the same play. I simply just love this play so much and I love these characters so much and I couldn't decide which one to do so I've decided I'm going to do them both. Now today's play is Oscar Wilde's very famous The Importance of Being Earnest. Now, fun fact is I actually did this production when I was in the second year of my university and I played the role of Jack Worthing. However, I'm going to be stepping away from Jack Worthing today and going to be exploring the roles of the infamous Lady Bracknell or Aunt Augusta and the very funny Miss Gwendolyn Fairfax. Now, I'm going to begin with Lady Bracknell's monologue in a moment. However, I'm just going to give you a quick context for the scene. Lady Bracknell is talking to her idle, yet very charming, bachelor of a nephew called Algernon. Now, Algernon has invented this character called Mr Bunbury, who is an invalid. And when Algernon wants to get out of something involving Aunt Augusta, he says that he is visiting Mr Bunbury in his institution. When truth be told, he's probably going off to London and wasting his inheritance in gentlemen's clubs and gambling and drinking and getting up to who knows what. So this scene is Lady Bracknell requesting that Algernon takes the weekend off and does not go see Mr Bunbury. So without further ado, here is the iconic role of Lady Bracknell. Well... I must say, Algernon, that I think it is high time that Mr Bunbury made up his mind whether he was going to live or die. This shilly-shallying with the question is absurd. Nor do I in any way approve of the modern sympathy with invalids. I consider it morbid. Illness of any kind is hardly a thing to be encouraged in others. Health is the primary duty of life. I am always telling that to your poor uncle, but he never seems to take much notice, as far as any improvement in his ailment goes. I should be much obliged if you would ask Mr Bunbury from me to be kind enough to not have a relapse on Saturday, for I rely on you to arrange my music for me. It is my last reception, and one wants something that will encourage conversation particularly at the end of the season when everyone has practically said whatever they had to say, which in most cases was probably not much. Right, there we go then. So, up next we have Miss Gwendolyn Fairfax, who is a lot more gentle and calm in her approach towards things in comparison to Lady Bracknell there. So, quick context for the scene is... Gwendolyn is engaged to Jack Worthing, but she knows him as Ernest. She doesn't know his true name. And she has arrived at his house and has met a young girl called Cecily. Now, Cecily is the ward of Jack Worthing and Gwendolyn did not know this. So you can imagine her surprise when she arrives at her fiancé's house and sees a very young, pretty girl there. And this scene is Gwendolyn expressing her views to Cecily on the fact that she is Mr Worthing's ward. So... Without further ado, here is Gwendolyn. It is strange. He never mentioned to me that he had a ward. How secretive of him. He grows more interesting early. I am not sure, however, that the news inspires me with the feelings of unmixed delight. 
I am very fond of you, Cecily. I have liked you ever since I met you. But I am bound to state that now that I know that you are Mr. Worthing's ward, I cannot help expressing a wish you were, well, just a little older than you seem to be. And not quite so very, very alluring in appearance. In fact, if I may speak candidly, I wish that you were fully 42 and more than usually plain for your age. <laughs> Ernest has a strong, upright nature. He is the very soul of truth and honour. Disloyalty would be as impossible to him as deception. But even men of the most noblest possible moral character are extremely susceptible to the influence of the physical charms of others. Modern, no less than ancient history, supplies us with many most painful experiences of what I refer to. If it were not so, indeed, history would be quite unreadable. <laughs>